0: Hey boys, I'm getting on the airplane tonight and headed to America, but I wanted to read you the story before I left, so I'm recording this podcast so you can listen to it tonight. The story is called On the Banks of Plum Creek. Now, this is the next book in the Little House on the Prairie series, so you've already read about Laura and her sister and that out on the plains. And this is the next book. So let's get started. First chapter is called The Door in the Ground. The dim wagon track was no further on the prairie and Pop stopped the horses. When the wagon wheels stopped turning, Jack dropped down in the shade between them. His belly sank on the grass and his front legs stretched out, his nose fitted in the furry hollow. All of him rested except his ears. All day long, for many, many days, Jack had been trotting under the wagon. He had trotted all the way from the little log house in the Indian Territory, across Kansas, across Missouri, across Iowa, and, "'and a long way into Minnesota. "'He had learned to take his rest whenever the wagon stopped. "'In the wagon, Laura jumped up, and so did Mary. "'Their legs were tired of not moving. "'This must be the place,' Pa said. "'It's a half-mile up the creek from Nelson's. "'We've come a good half-mile, and there's the creek.' "'Laura could not see a creek.' She saw a grassy bank, and beyond it a line of willow tre- treetops waving in the gentle wind. Everywhere else was prairie grasses, were rippling far away to the sky's straight edge. Seems to be some kind of stable over there, said Pa, looking around the edge of the canvas cover wagon. But where's the house? Laura jumped inside her skin. A man was standing beside the horses. No one had been in sight anywhere, but suddenly that man was there. His hair was pale yellow and his face was round and as red as an Indian's. His eyes were so pale they looked like a mistake." Jack growled. "'Be still, Jack,' said Pa. He asked the man, "'Are you Mr. Hanson?' "'Yeah,' said the man. Pa spoke slowly and loudly. "'I heard you want to go west. You trade your place?' The man looked slowly at the wagon. He looked at the Mustangs, Pete and Patty. "'After a while,' he said again. "'Yeah?' Pa got out of the wagon and Ma said, "'You can climb out and run around, girls. I know you're tired of sitting still.' Jack got up when Laura climbed down out of the wagon wheel." but he had to stay under the wagon until pa said he might go he looked out at laura while she ran along a little path that was there the path went across the short sunny grass to the edge of the bank down below it was the creek rippling and glistening in the sunshine the willow trees grew up beyond the creek over the edge of the bank the path turned and went slanting down close against the grassy bank that that rose up like a wall. Laura went down to it cautiously. The bank rose up beside her till she could not see the wagon. There was only sky high above her, and down below her the water was talking to itself. Laura went a step farther, then one step more. The path stopped at a wider flat place, where it turned and dropped down to the creek in stair steps. Then, Laura saw the door. The door stood straight up in the grassy bank, where the path turned. It was like a house door, but whatever was behind it was under the ground. The door was shut. In front... In front of it lay two big dogs with ugly faces. They saw Laura and rose up slowly. Laura ran very fast up the path to the safe wagon. Mary was standing there and Laura whispered to her, There's a door in the ground and two big dogs. She looked behind her and the two dogs were coming. Jack's deep growl rolled from under the wagon. He showed those dogs his fierce teeth. Those your dogs? PA SAID TO MR. HANSEN. MR. HANSEN TURNED AND SPOKE WORDS THAT LAURA COULD NOT UNDERSTAND, BUT THE DOGS UNDERSTOOD. ONE BEHIND THE OTHER, THEY SLUNK OVER THE EDGE OF THAT BANK, RIGHT DOWN OUT OF SIGHT. PA AND MR. HANSEN WALKED SLOWLY TOWARD THE STABLE. THE STABLE WAS SMALL, AND IT WAS NOT MADE OF LOGS. GRASS GREW ON ITS WALLS, AND ITS ROOF WAS COVERED WITH GROWING GRASSES, BLOWING IN THE WIND. Laura and Mary stayed near the wagon, where Jack was. They looked at the prairie grasses swaying and bending, and the yellow flowers nodding. Birds rose and flew and sank into the grasses. The sky curved very high, and its rim came neatly to the faraway edge of the round earth. When Pa and Mr. Hansen came back, they heard Pa say, All right, Hansen, we'll go up to town tomorrow and fix up the papers tonight we'll camp here yeah yeah mr hanson agreed pa boosted mary and laura into the wagon and drove out on the prairie he told ma that he had traded pete and patty for mr hanson's land he had traded bunny the mule coat and the covered wagon for mr hanson's crops and his oxen he unhitched pete and patty and led them to the creek to drink. He put them on their picket lines and helped Ma make camp for the night. Laura was quiet. She did not want to play. She did not. She was not hungry when they sat to eat by the campfire. The last night out, said Pa. Tomorrow we'll be settled again. The house is in the creek bank, Caroline. Oh, Charles, said Ma. A dugout? We've never had to live in a dugout yet. I think you'll find it very clean, Pa told her. Norwegians are clean people, and it will be snug for the winter. And that's not far away. Yes, it will be nice to be settled before snow flurries, Ma agreed. It's only till harvest the first... It's only... "'till I harvest the first wheat crop,' said Pa. "'Then you'll have a fine house, "'and you'll have horses and maybe even a buggy.' "'This is great wheat country,' Caroline. "'Rich level land with not a tree or a rock to contend with. "'I can't make out why Hansen sowed so such a small field. "'It must have been dry season, or Hansen ha, is no farmer. "'His wheat is so thin and light.' beyond the firelight pete and patty and bunny were eating grass they bit off they bit it off with sharp pulling crunches and then stood chewing it looking through through the dark at the low stars shining they switched their tails peacefully they did not know they had been traded laura was a big girl seven years old and she was too big to cry But she could not help asking. Pa, did you have to give him Pete and Patty? Did you, Pa? Pa drew her close to him and a cuddly hug. Why, little half-pint, Pa said. Pete and Patty like to travel. They are little Indian ponies, Laura, and plowing is too hard work for them. They will be much happier traveling out west. We wouldn't want to keep them here, breaking their hearts on a plow. Pete and Patty will go on traveling with the, those big oxen. I can, and with those big oxen, I can break up a great big field and have it ready for wheat next spring. A good crop of wheat will bring us more money than we've ever had, Dora. Then we'll have horses and new dresses and everything you can want. Laura did not say anything. She felt better with Pa's arm around her, but she didn't want anything except to keep Pete and Patty and Bunny, the long-eared colt. Well, you guys, I'm going to miss you on this trip. I think about you guys lots, and tonight as you sleep, I'll be flying, but I'll be thinking about you and praying for you. I love you. Good night.